Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hi, hello, welcome to the second episode that we were recording today. It is still June. It is still June, although to no one else it is. Technically in our world. And also I'm drinking wine now. So welcome to the second part of today's recording session. Was that your thunder? Mm-hmm. It is still storming. I'm so jealous of you. I'm t- I haven't seen rain in so long. Maybe like a maybe a, a week out of every year. But it's never thunderstorming. It's like just like shitty drizzle. Do you know, yeah, last night, Blaze and I, we were, had dinner at my mom's and we were driving home and we like stopped driving and looked around because there were A, fireflies everywhere. <gasps> and we were like, oh my God. And then B, there was like heat lightning like in the distance. And we were like, what is this? Like, this is like summer from my childhood. <laughs> That's so sweet. That's Ohio sounds like a magical place right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not really. <laughs> and Especially because my story takes place in Ohio and uh, you're not going to want to come after I tell it. For the summer aesthetic, it sounds really, really exactly top tier. It is actually quite nice. And Gio loves it, except for the thunder is really freaking him out, but he'll get over it. So I know you don't have as big of a yard as you used to. Is he doing well adjusting to that? Because he was quite a spoiled brat for a long time. See, the problem was we thought, oh, he got so much exercise because he had a yard. And then I was like, no, he literally just lays out there. Like he didn't like move. (laughs) Like he would just lay out there and then we'd try to get him inside and he wouldn't move. Um, He'd do the occasional dig and destroy the lawn. But um, here, like we walk him multiple times a day and our neighborhood's like extremely walkable. So we'll like go to get Indian takeout and like walk there and like walk to the store. And it's really nice. So we walk him everywhere and there's so much more nature. And so he's just like constantly sticking his face into everything. Um, So he's loving life. (laughs) Remember the one time we took him to a cemetery and he just like started like diving into the hedges like (gasps) around graves. And I was like, I don't know what the respectful thing is to Maybe the respectful thing was to not fucking bring him. <laughs> and put it on YouTube, by the way. That was like our that video you made that one time. Um, yeah, he loves it. He's very happy. Um, and Junie just is always hiding. So he loves it too. But we miss you, though. I miss the rain. I miss Gio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I do have actually a house update, if that's okay. Um, since- yeah, no, 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 definitely. Okay, cool. Since this was a good sagu. So I was really, this is not how I envisioned telling this story because I'm home alone and Blaze got called into work um, early. So he's at work right now and I'm here alone uh, with a thunderstorm outside. Uh, I, there's something I think may be going on in the house and I don't want to like give it. Shut up. I know I'm not making this up and I'm a little freaked out. 
And I haven't even told Blaze yet because the first couple of weeks we were here, we were like, wow, it's just so calm and peaceful and serene and like nothing has been weird or like misplaced or woken us up or made any noises. And like the last few days, I don't know, we had people like painting the house, um, just a couple rooms and stuff. And so there were a lot of people in and out. And then like in the evenings when I'm walking around and like cleaning stuff up, I keep like seeing what I think is someone like I keep seeing someone out of the corner of my eye, you know, and it. Like the only reason it's like really like bothering me is because this didn't happen for the first like we've lived here like almost a month and it hasn't happened at all. And now all of a sudden I'm like I keep seeing glimpses of somebody and then I turn and think it's Blaze and like nobody's there. Um, and then I started hearing like noises. Oh, here comes the thunder. Oh, God. So <laughs> then I started hearing noises. So like I was like fixing the curtains or something and I kept hearing like creaks. And that's not a thing like that has happened, like footstep kind of, or like the door kind of moved and hit the Uh wall a little bit and like little taps and knocks. Are we still telling ourselves at all the like, oh, it's a new house and I'm just not used to the sounds? So I can't really do that because literally for a full month, I was just like so gloriously happy that nothing at all was going on. There was no creaking. There was no noises. Like everything was so normal and fine and quiet. And then all of a sudden there's like the occasional like the door swings open and hits the wall and I'm like well I've been sleeping in this room for 30 days and that's never Brand happened new. yeah so I don't know I'm, I'm I'm a little freaked out um oh the other thing which M kind of knows about this because we talked about it like literally back in 2017 but okay well then I don't know <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> remember, okay, when we met in, remember when we met in 2014 and we had that one conversation? You remember that thing? Okay. You're right. Because I said it out loud and I went, what the hell am I? I probably don't even remember it. What am I, I talking what about? Ha- well, we just recorded five minutes ago. What are you talking about? Okay. Okay. That's fair. Okay. So, <laughs> so I have this weird thing that hasn't happened in a long time, but like, remember when we, like, I discovered like Rosa, my like, right, you yes. know, spirit guide and all this. And I like, every time something kind of weird would happen, I would have this like strange feeling in my left Yes. Side of my body, like this tingling. Like a heart attack. Great. Yes. Like a heart attack. <laughs> it's true. Oh my God. I feel Blaze's like headache starting somewhere <laughs> far away right now. Um, but so I also get this feeling. It's also the same kind of feeling um on my left arm and like the back of my like going up the back of my neck when someone's watching me. And I don't mean that in like a like I just mean I can I don't I never, I guess, even yeah, like you can tell. If you have ever been someone who can sense someone in the room with you who was not, you cannot see, like, you can just sense that something's next to you, right? Is that what you're talking about? Well, so I, no, so I mean, like, literally when I'm out somewhere and, like, I feel that, I, like, look around and there's someone looking at me. Like, I can, like, Like a sense. a human is, like, looking at me. And there's actually a book about this, which um, I, Jim Harrell talks about called, uh, what is it called? Let me see. I wrote it down. The Sense of Being Stared At. And ew, it just gives me the creeps. But I mean, I, I get the sense of when I'm being stared at, but I don't ever have a physiological sensation. I just can feel it internally. Okay, interesting. Yeah, because I've never read that. And I'm curious if any of you guys have read it, like our listeners, because I've always like, that's just so normal to me that it doesn't really occur to me. But here in this house now, I've started feeling that all Goodbye. the time. It, it, like I have goosebumps right now because I'll I'll feel it and then I'll immediately look out the window being like someone on the sidewalk is watching me or like a neighbor can see me because it's just such an ingrained feeling. Like I know when I'm walking somewhere and someone's looking at me. 
We'll have to test that next time that I like get in a box and fly to Cincinnati. And- <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, you didn't have a goddamn sense that I was in the room with you because <laughs> you were not dead. I was talking about the afterlife. I can okay, sense fair. when people not living anymore are around. Yeah, I wonder if that's like an empath thing where I can like sense when someone's putting attention on me. I don't know what it is, but it like freaks me out. I mean, it doesn't freak me out because it happens all the time. But so now I'm in the house by myself, and I keep feeling that same like up my neck feeling, mm. and I'll spin around automatically and like obviously no one is there watching me or are they I don't know but it's really like the last couple days I'm just like on edge um so I just wanted to point that out and also now I'm home alone so great I don't know what's gonna happen but I felt like I had to say it well I wish I'd given my update first because this is a proper sagu into my uh into my story um, but I'm going to give, I'm going to interrupt it real quick with my own no, personal no, no. update. We don't like a proper Sagu. We like a all over the place Sagu. For people who think we're stupid, Sagu is an inside thing that many other listeners are aware of. Someone and we who, are stupid. You are correct on that front also. Someone brand new is probably like, do they really think it's called <laughs> fucking pronounced Sagu? Well, we did or M did. No, um, I thought Segway was spelt like the machine Segway. And then I spelled it and I said, no, 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 it's spelled S-E-G-U-E. And I went, what, Segu? And I was like, you're the stupidest person I've ever met in my life. Um, okay. <laughs> so what's the Segu? Bring so it on. The Segu is, uh, it. the Segu also comes with like a, a, a notice to our listeners. So the Segu is we... So RJ has been puppy sitting the uh, this weekend that we're recording this at least. Um, we were puppy sitting for one night only. His mentor, uh, his like one of his swimming coaches, uh, has this little golden retriever puppy named Buddha. And by the way, no, I'm not announcing I'm getting a dog before people like. Okay, I was about to freak. I out. can feel people's adrenaline rushing. That's not what's happening here. I'm just giving an update about I got to hang out with a puppy. My actual heart attack was beginning, and I was like, "Oh, my arm!" I was like, after last time where I just like go on and on before I announce something. That's not happening. <laughs> yeah, thanks. But uh, but no, I just wanted to update that like even though Geo isn't around, I've been getting to hang out with a puppy dog. His name is Buddha. Aww. He's very precious, and um, we were only supposed to hang out with him for one night and he left yesterday but then this morning apparently the owner was like hey when you dropped him off yesterday and you said you like you would want to watch him again uh i my friend asked if i could go camping this weekend or this week so uh, i know you just dropped him off but can you re-pick him up and so now instead of one night we get to be with him all week oh i'm so happy because those videos were just like my heart melted darling He's he is just darling. the perfect little golden retriever puppy dog. And he is potty trained oh, and likes puppuccinos. And he like doesn't tug on the leash. Like we all took him for like a good 20 minute walk. And like the loot, the le- the leash was loose the whole time. Wow. And he doesn't beg at the table for food. Like. I mean, he was like truly the perfect dog. Okay. But like he'll spend a week with you and then suddenly he'll do all those things. You realize that that's how this all started with Geo, right? I mean, I'm not, I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Gio also used to not beg for food. <laughs> Until Funkle M helped him discover peanut butter. And then all of a sudden. And french fries. Uh-huh. And french fries and popcorn. And, you know, maybe sometimes a piece of burger. It's fine. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway, so I'm very happy I get to hang out with a puppy dog. And everyone under the goddamn sun keeps telling me, why won't you get a dog? I Every Instagram Live, every Marvel Monday, I feel like I have to keep explaining myself. So let me just say here and now, I am terrified of commitment. I am terrified of responsibilities. 
one day I hope to not be, but that time is not right now. And I, <laughs> Allison is not a cat fan, so we are only limited to dogs between the two for us. And dogs mm-hmm. are much more high maintenance, at least from what I can tell from you dog owners. Um, <laughs> and I, I just not feeling it yet. I will one day, but it's not today. So please stop asking. Okay, there you heard it from the the mouth, the mouth, the mouth of the dog, the mouth the- attached to the body. Mm-hmm. That that's the one, and that means it's official. So, just saying, I've had to a- answer that question. I feel like fifty times in the last like s- several days because I mean, I was posting about a very adorable puppy, so it was right for people to ask. Well, M did this like mean thing where I think M likes to like kind of stir up like mini drama, not drama, <laughs> maybe not the right word, but like M will like send me things and then like accidentally not explain them so that I like I like to do a little something a little out of context sending a it's, little it's not nice because it'll be like a video of a dog and M will be like also look and there's just like a dog in M's apartment and I'm like well I know what M wants me to think but I'm already <laughs> mad because I'm like I know that's not it and then I'm gonna be like oh why did you think that I'm just dog sitting and so I went M I'm not gonna react so until you silly Christine with your yeah, thoughts it's- literally and so i was like i'm not even, i literally texted i'm like i'm not even gonna react until you confirm you say that you really confirm you really, that this is like whether your dog or not because i'm not gonna cord. sit here and scream and like call blaze and like make everyone look at the video of m's new dog and then be like just kidding m was lying to me so i will say if i ever get a dog you will be finding out on the podcast because i want your live reaction so like if i ever send you a video of a dog like you can just assume it's not my dog. I know. I was more mad that I knew you were not explaining it to me because you were <laughs> definitely hoping I would assume it was your dog. And I was highly like, I was just like, you're toying with my emotions. You read me like a book, Christine. That's the problem. You read me like yeah. a book. And yeah. it's a book yeah. you don't like, but that's okay. It's a book I don't love. And since you don't even like to read books at all, I'm sure it's a book you don't love either. So <laughs> it's a terrible analogy. <laughs> so quit sending me videos that you're trying to toy with my emotions. <sighs> I don't know if I can. I'll try. I might fail. That dog is so cute, though. Oh, my God. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. 
You know when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind? Especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things, but Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code DRINK. That, and then we were bouncing back into the segue about, oh yes, so your hauntedness. Do you have an update, by the way? Any other updates? Oh, that's my only update for the week. It's a ghosty one. First of all, I love it. Second of all, I swear to God, if I find out you touched a Ouija board, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I have not because no one's here to do it with me. So <laughs> that's why. Hurry up. You've got Gio's <laughs> little pause. What are you talking about? <laughs> also, a lot of people are probably going to write in and say it's Walter, but it sounds like it's immediately not Walter. It sounds like you've got you a know, new that's guy. That's a really good point, though. But but you know what? That's a good point. Maybe it is Walter because, well, remember Maybe when he's we mad he had to leave. He was like, I, I had made my peace in L.A. Yeah, and also remember when I first moved in there, that's what people would see is like flashes of a person. I absolutely saw someone walking through your goddamn house when we first moved in. When you first yeah, moved into the place. Yeah, and that was exactly what we would see and um I would always see things out of the corner of my eye and then that kind of slowed down. So maybe this is just all starting over again. I don't know. Excellent. I remember one time I when I was puppy sitting Geo and I stayed at your house. I remember waking up in the middle of the night and feeling someone staring at me from across the room. Oh, and I was like, God. get the fuck away from me. And then I found out it was Walter. And I was like, okay, you're chill. But other than that, yeah, yeah. if you weren't Walter, I'd be scared. Yeah, you were sleeping in the room where his gin was kept. So I think he was not feeling it at the time. I was on the other side of the room from his gin. He can be. He was over <laughs> with his gin, actually. He's probably just drinking and judging me. Exactly. So maybe I should get the gin out. I don't even know where it is. Maybe I should get the gin out and that'll calm him down. Maybe just leave the gin next to a Ouija board and see if it spills itself. Okay. I don't know. Or if it just, oh, Jesus Christ, Juniper just walked in the door and gave me like the <laughs> actual fright of my life. Uh, um, okay. So my story is, I'm going to do the thing where like it probably doesn't have an actual connection to what you've been talking about, but I'm going to spin it so. Oh, um, great. But I do, I feel like there is a connection here because the thing I'm going to talk about, first of all, Wildly topical. A lot of people have been wanting me to cover it. I feel like I'm doing it a little too early, but this is like, it's like been wildfire. People have been asking me to cover this, so I'm going to do it. Um, But I feel like this relates a little bit to you and that I'm afraid to even tell you about it because I know you and you're going to fucking do this. Um, Uh oh. Uh oh. I I feel like I'm just like feeding you information for how to get yourself into trouble. Uh oh. Um, So. 
especially because you've been saying that like you have feelings going on and like oh no <laughs> i feel like you're about to uh manifest something blaze's headache is growing i feel it <laughs> I, I i'm getting a text from blaze right now being like what did you do what have you what have you done <laughs> so again i do feel like i'm doing this a little early maybe i'll do a follow-up if more stuff comes out but the the youths have been like on top of me wanting to cover this so i i think i know what this is you do know what it is do you want to say it it's the tiktok yes so <gasps> i found this today by myself before i even saw i went on tiktok and i went what the f is this account and then people started tagging us and i thought em's gonna talk about it so i left it alone oh wait what account oh i thought that's what you were talking about what, what account are you talking about someone tweeted us in something is that what you're talking about no, I just found it on uh, Amazon TikTok, and then this lady was like, "Oh, there's a noise coming from my basement," and then she went down there, oh, and she lives I, in this haunt. So I am gonna try to cover that too. You, were, oh, okay, you were on the right page. This is also TikTok adjacent. It's very trendy. Don't worry. Oh, see, then I don't know. I'm not really in on the trends. Um, I think you do know it though. I'm gonna say it, and I have a hunch you'll know. So this is the topic, uh, Randonautica. Wait, I love okay, how yeah. blank your eyes <laughs> I saw that on Twitter and I feel like I vaguely read it and then I lost it immediately out of my brain. Okay, cool. So you're going to like it. Um, I also, you're also going to hate it. Blaze is certainly going to hate it. Uh-oh. <laughs> but, uh, so I've known about this for a little bit, but by knowing, I mean, like, I had a general understanding as, like, an adult not involved. I, like, knew of it and then really didn't. I knew okay. of, like, one famous case that has been circulating the world right now um but there's also a few others so ranzanatica is actually an app on your phone um which i have already added i'm going to oh. probably wait until you get here because i'm sure when you hear the rest of this you're going to want to do it and then you're gonna say we should do it and then i'll say yes begrudgingly but i just preemptively got it on my phone um <laughs> and so i feel like i've seen this on people tagged us in it but i don't remember it is uh, kind of very Atlas obscura -y, and you know I love a good Atlas Obscura. So, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to first read you. So I went on their website. Um, I'll explain what the app is and everything, but I first want to give you their little slogan. This is um, okay. this is their their one-liner when, you, uh, when you're about to add the app or when you add it for the first time. It says, The world's first quantumly generated choose-your-own-adventure reality game. Break out of your reality tunnel, recalibrate your mind, and have fun on an adventure into the world you never knew existed. Oh my god. So what is, what the That fuck? alone makes me want to do it for sure. Um and the oh teens are god. already on it, so you know it's like hopping, hipping and hopping. This sounds like an episode of Black Mirror faux show. It feels like Black Mirror but an app. Like a like a interactive. <gasps> but there is app. a Black Mirror about an app. Like, like, this is the inverse of that. <laughs> okay, I hope so. So this is an app where basically um, they say it's like kind of a combination of spirituality and the world of like kind of manifestation, as well as quantum physics, which I know you love. Um, love it. So basically you share your location on the app and then you... Set a, you set an intention for yourself. So this is where the, the spiritual manifestation oh boy. comes from. Excuse me. Um, and I'll get into kind of more details on that. But you set an intention, whatever it is. And then after you've shared your location, it will generate 
um, a location for you to go to. And in theory, you're kind of, it's like kind of geocaching mixed with like a virtual Atlas Obscura kind okay. of situation. So sure, it takes you to this location um, and there you will find something relevant to your intention or that's the goal. Ew. So your intention really can't be anything. There were some people, obviously, like, this was the easiest research I've ever fucking done because I just got to hang out on TikTok. Um, <laughs> so it could be literally, like, colors. Like, my intention is the primary colors was one of the videos, like, blue, red, yellow. Okay, and sure. then you put in your location, and then it finds quantum points, which is literally just, like, geo markers. Yeah. Um, but they call them points. Um, and so you follow this point, or you do use gps to get to this point and then once you're there you're supposed to kind of explore and you will find something there that has to do with the primary colors whether it's you find a random item that happens to be red blue and yellow or there's a red yellow blue car all next to each other it's always kind of creepy um like how accurate it is um and so it could be anything from primary colors to an animal some i know there was one that said like we were looking for butterflies one is um you could also like your intention could be feelings. So like happiness or peace or closure or anger or creativity, or I mean, it could literally be anything. Okay, Interesting. And a lot of people, because of one particular video that went viral, a lot of people do this um, with a morbid curiosity and their intentions are a little (gasps) darker. And somehow Ranzanautica is equally accurate with those intentions and people have been finding some really weird shit. That's of course I know what you're talking about now. I didn't make the connection. Yes, yes. Oh my god. By the way, most of the information I got was cuz I think Ramnautica is so new, there's really few articles about it that sure. go into detail. The um the article I used the most was Bustle. They they put okay. out a really good uh article about this. Um just in case you hear me reading basically the bustle article i just want to make it clear (laughs) that i got most of my early information from this um but so apparently a lot of the traveling you do during uh randonautica because you're a randonaut by the way and Uh during travels um you can pick a radius to see how far you're actually willing to go it won't pick something in like alaska for you you know um and usually they're short walks or drives away and I went on the app last night to try to use it myself so I could better explain it, but I think I just further confused myself. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I think you can pick multiple points. So let's say like you want to do like a whole day of Randonautica, it will send you 10 points. Oh, wow. So I think you can go like there are options for one, two, five, or 10 that I saw. So you could do 10 different locations or maybe it was like here are 10, just pick one. Like I'm not really sure which it is, but it'll okay. give you up to 10 points for you to choose from. Um and they're usually pretty short. Um, being pretty honest, the bustle uh, the bustle article did say that a lot of the locations are usually kind of dead ends, but maybe they just weren't looking in the right place, you know. So yeah. Um, but a lot of the places are usually are usually um, really uninteresting, or maybe they're like private access, so you actually can't get to them, or they're oh. abandoned, or like too secluded or dangerous. So it ends up being a lot of dead ends unless you happen to be one of these really wild adventurers who like doesn't mind kind of breaking some laws um, Mm -hmm. or getting hurt. So people have been willing to go into the depths and find some really creepy stuff. But other people say that you have to kind of 
do like 10 rounds of Randonautica until you end up getting uh, a really cool story out of it. What you seek. So, uh, exactly. So, even though I'm going to tell some of the cooler stories, just remember that this is probably like only a fraction of like what people actually experience sure. with Randonautica. A lot of it is probably just not that creepy. And these are just, these happen to be the concentrated creepy ones. Um, right. But basically, it's all based on um, a quantum random number generator. Um, so basically, the theory or what the introduction video, because there's an intro video when you get the app, uh, it tells you that uh, the whole thing is based on a quantum random number generator that gives uh, specific high energy coordinates. So in theory, it's only finding like these plot points oh. of like, not necessarily like vortex energy, but like more energy than different areas. And Got it. as you're setting, before you even um, figure out what your points are, you're supposed to set your intention before doing anything else. And in theory, the power of your mind is manipulating what energy points are going to cater to you and what your intention is. I mean, you know, I'm like fully on board for this already. I know. I, I literally was reading this and I was like, I feel like Christine was only like a step away from creating this app herself. I was going to say, I was probably like an investor, like a silent <laughs> investor in this. <laughs> so basically, your adventure will be, quote, or the adventure in general will be, quote, influenced by the user's thoughts and consciousness, and you will find synchronicities to your intention. Yes. Which is a synchronicity <gasps> on its own right. because you oh and God. I just talked about this the last time we recorded our listeners episode. And I was Ew. like, what's a synchronicity? <gasps> I literally said, I want stories on synchronicity. You and literally, said, oh, your intention was synchronicities, I and now I'm covering a story on it. Oh, my God. I so asked meta. for stories about synchronicity and i'm said i didn't know there was a word for that and then like discovered a story on sync oh that, okay that's creepy so all right welcome to your your audio randonautica do, 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 do. it feels very fitting that juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy we're happy but because we're not mind readers we don't always know when they're unwell and in my experience cats are not the most you know open when it comes to sharing their woes and there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Daylight saving time is starting up again. It may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. Right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com drink. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. 
ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So basically the app is supposed to be a combination of manifestation and quantum physics, which I will get to the quantum physics part in a little bit. But uh, since the app, since the quarantine alone, there have been over a million downloads of the app. And uh, the app asks you to discuss your findings actually on Reddit to encourage more users, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. But um, the real tie to Reddit is that before it was an app, apparently this was something that of a thread on Reddit was already doing. Oh. And it became an app, at least if I'm understanding it right. But so Random Knots was actually, I think, a a forum on Reddit originally. Oh. Um, and so the app existed before a few months ago, but it really blew up this month during a specific video that went really mm. crazy on uh, TikTok specifically, where... Uh, I guess basically a I'll get more into it later, but basically there were random knots. There was a group of teenagers who found a, who found human remains. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Cause I mean, it makes sense why we were both tagged in that. Cause I was tagged on it more as like the true crime angle of like right. a serial killer. And you were tagged in it probably more about, cause that's so I didn't even like see the, the, the reason they found it. I just knew about the actual finding. Yes, I you're I the same thing happened on my end where I was like, I don't know if I want to cover it because it's true crimey, but I did look up the actual articles about it and there were so few I decided yeah. to take the leap because you probably didn't couldn't have enough information to cover it. Oh yeah. I was actually gonna even say like that there's not enough now. I'll wait and see if anything happens. But like the story I didn't even know where it came from, so I had no idea there was like this whole backstory. Well, here you go. So Oh my god basically once that video uh got went viral on TikTok. Um, it also started joint it started being a part of your like the for you page, where like it fits into your algorithm mm-hmm. and everything. All these people who had no idea what Randonautica was, all of a sudden were getting this TikTok showing up on their feed. And so that is what even though the app existed a while ago, after this video came out, that's when the app went like fucking bananas. Got it. I guess the one of the co-fenders actually said um it's comparable to dropping a or when it comes to uh oh fuck i i put the wrong quote in the wrong spot that's okay i'll do you want me to make one up yeah it's comparable to um <laughs> to a conflagrata guga what it was to the conflagration word? conflagration <laughs> it's comparable to a synchronistic conflagration is what i would personally say you can quote me I'm an investor. You can quote me. <laughs> um, I probably moved it for a reason at some point. We'll f- we'll find it along the way. Or maybe your intentions moved it. Wait a minute. Hang on a second. So, uh, but yeah, so it got it went viral after TikTok is what I was trying to say. So there are a lot of times, like I said, where you will get sent to locations with no access or their private properties or something like that. Um, and this is also a quote from the co-founder uh, Josh Langfelder who said, it's comparable to dropping a piece of sand from the sky on a map. The app has no control over the coordinates it shares with the user. So Ew. you can't necessarily blame it. It's literally a random coordinate generator. 
Right. So they're they're not like putting like, oh, this is a private property. Right. So for all you know, like literally like your house could actually accidentally be. Oh, well, fucking great. A random coordinate. It's just, just a matter up. of like. So, for example, one thing that would be super duper creepy is if someone manifested or had an intention of like our podcast and then all of a sudden literally one of the coordinates would be your goddamn house. <laughs> well, try it out, folks. Let's see what happens. <laughs> you know who it, who fucking did that was Holly from that drinking delivery oh, yeah. service. I mean, to be fair, that was me. I was like, I would like my intention to be wine. And then Holly was like, I guess I'm now being dragged to this point. So that well, was my you bad. Know she was a randonaut who was like, <laughs> I'm listening to this podcast and then ends up at your goddamn house. So um, but in theory, whatever your intentions are, will uh, work in in the world to figure out the coordinates for you. They like right. they work with the random coordinating. So, wow. Yeah, it basically just randomly selects places. But the whole goal of um, Randonautica is for you to get out of your comfort zone because it's going to pick a random location that you probably wouldn't go to on your own. Um, And so then it gets into like, well, is this really an accurate app or is this confirmation bias? Because like you're already going to a creepy place you don't know anything about. And you're looking really closely for something. Yeah. You literally are setting intentions for what you're trying to find. So like if you're looking for green and then you end up in a fucking forest, like congratulations, you found green. (laughs) Or just like in your bedroom and you're like, oh, well, there's a green poster. Yeah, it could be either way. My intention is a nap. Oh, look, my bed. You know, so... (laughs) Oh, look, a forest. I can sleep here. <laughs> that being said, there are some really like creepy um, instances that like it's just odd. Uh, we'll get to that. But oh, I'm excited for that. So um, I love a good anecdotal evidence. <laughs> it basically. Well, I'll give you some. And so, uh, like I said, it's uh, it takes you to places that you've never gone to. That's the whole point of it for you to go on your own adventure. And so these places are apparently called blind spots. Um, they're places that you wouldn't usually go on your own. Um, and the quantum physics element to it is that according to the co-founder, the same co-founder, Josh Langfelder, uh, this app is quote, heavily inspired by chaos theory, obviously. (gasps) Um, well, so are we, but yeah. (laughs) So basically, uh, any small change, uh, the chaos theory is just that any small change will set off a series of unpredictable events, which makes sense if you're already doing having a change to your routine by going somewhere you never have before like very intentionally yeah 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 totally so by going to a place you've never been you're already causing a change and you're already kind of setting off chaos theory uh (laughs) but so there are three types of locations that you can choose from which i looked at the app before i looked at my research or before i did research so i didn't know i did them backwards i wish i knew this before i checked my oh um but so there are three types of locations to choose from an attractor of uh, a track, not a tractor, an, <laughs> an attractor. A tractor is one of the, lo- that's where you and I met or became friends. Um, holy shit. Wait a minute. Aren't, and my intention that whole day was to fucking sweep you off your feet and be friends with you. So yeah, the universe was like, oh, you said a tractor. Did you mean tractor? Cause we have, we have a tractor for you. We have one of those. That's for sure. That's hilarious. So a tractor um, void and anomaly. Uh, okay. So an attractor location is a dense area with a lot of quantum points. And so in theory, that means there's a lot of creepy energy there um, because there's a lot of 
a lot of spaces in that area where your intentions could actually find a connection or a synchronicity. And when you say creepy, is it just like that it's like fitting or is it like creepy like bad uh, energy? Usually it's just it's weirdly fitting to whatever your intention Got is. Got it. Okay. But if your intention is also evil, like there could be like some sort of additional dark stuff. Absolutely. But if your intention is butterflies, it's not necessarily like dark energy for butterflies. Demonic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. You know, it's just like. It's just weird. It's synchronicities. It's just like very uncommonly odd that there would be so many points. I'm not going to lie. It's super weird that in three years, the first time we even used that word and then like you did, you found a story about. Isn't that the weirdest? Yeah. The other is a void where apparently there's very few quantum points. I didn't really get more information on that. I don't know why you would want to go there yeah maybe it's like if your your goal is to like find a more abandoned secluded area find like nothing yeah <laughs> uh and then anomaly is the third which is arguably the strongest kind of location to visit um that is where you uh if you have a quote strong intention and you're on a mission for answers so like ooh, that's like if you almost like have a question for the universe uh you like might with wanna... a concrete yeah answer so um this is a, a quote, not necessarily a quote, but an anecdote from Bustle. The author ends it up deciding like, okay, well, I'm going to try this game and uh, ends up in a parking lot near a white truck. And you can tell that the Bustle author is like definitely more on the skeptical side of like, okay, this is mainly confirmation bias. Um, but so just for the, for principle, um, the author ends up in a parking lot near a white truck and for the sake of the game decided to... Uh, think about like what could a white truck mean to the author sure and it ended up leading to a memory they had of an old friend who had a truck like that um and because he sat around and i don't know if it was a heat because they sat around and thought long enough they ended up associating it eventually to a friend that because he and they ended up thinking about this friend they like called them and got back in touch and reconnected with a friend so Aww. it was very much like yeah, it worked in that, like, I did something different than I usually would. But, like, for a creep factor, like, I ended up somewhere with a white truck and, like, I forced myself to do something with it. Like, to have... To, like, make the... To make sure. it accurate. So, um, it was kind of like, had I not played the game or had I not humored myself, then nothing would have happened. But it was still yeah. an interesting thing to happen that wouldn't have yeah. if I didn't give it a try. It still seems to match the chaos theory thing yeah. of like it, it wouldn't have all started the series of events. It's very butterfly effecty of yeah, like, well, yeah. if I didn't do it, then X Y Z wouldn't have happened. Um, <clears throat> so uh, basically, the understanding is if you set an intention and you're looking for a meaning in these random locations, because of confirmation bias, you will probably find what you're looking for. Also. Uh, Oh, this is where the quote is. Wow, I really threw it all the way down here. Um, okay, so remember I lost a quote and I didn't I know do. where it was. <laughs> it's down here. Um, so this actually is put in the wrong spot. It was supposed to be up there when I was saying, oh, well, it got really big because TikTok went, this TikTok video went viral. The right. co-founder said that uh, this, the app has done so incredibly well without really even needing any formal marketing purely because people see how easy it is of like at join an app 
tell your experience on your social media and then all of a sudden you yeah. could go viral so like he hasn't even really had to do anything Whoa. to make random nautica go so viral that's um, like a, a dream for a business owner like just natural marketing <laughs> that does itself yeah. uh uh he says, people see an interesting adventure, decide to try the app themselves, post a TikTok of what they find, and Randonautica ends up self-propagating. So works out really well. Maybe this is how we finally start our TikTok account that we've been meaning to do. Our TikTok adventures. It's just Randonautica yeah. adventures. I think we would have a great time, whether we find anything or not. <laughs> I think it would actually be pretty fun. As long as we don't have that poor intentions, I'm down. Let's not let's not have any poor intentions, please. Until someone has too much wine bra and uh Well and then all of a sudden is like well, I wanna try something. Okay. Well So on TikTok <laughs> the common hashtags are Randonaut Challenge and Randonauting. Those have really taken off very well. And uh the Randonaut Reddit forum or the subreddit forum, how old am I? The subreddit, um it now has at the time of this article had over sixty thousand members. Um, oh wow. So now I'm just going to tell some of the stories that I found on there. And also oh, there was... I'm ready. There was also a lot of them listed um, on this Bustle article. And I think there was also a few um, IB Times, Junkie, um, BuzzFeed, Daily Mail. So there's uh, a few that have actually also taken pictures. There was um, a few screen grabs of different ones that people have posted on the subreddit of it's kind of actually a really interesting thread. It's just like a bunch of people posting the picture of where they ended up after what their intention was. <clears throat> so hopefully we can get some of those pictures up. I do want to read to a screen grab from the actual Randonaut app. Um, the first thing you see when you join is this list of tips and it says Randonaut with, uh, make sure you're Randonauting with a, pro with a positive mindset Bring a trash bag to help the environment in case you end up somewhere. Oh, well, that's lovely. Isn't that precious? Yeah. Um, if you normally wouldn't adventure alone, go with a friend or a group. I feel like this tip should be changed to do not ever go to an abandoned area alone. Don't. Yeah. Don't maybe <laughs> it. Don't be Christine and be like, well, I'll be fine. Don't maybe yeah. it. Yes. Randonauting is best done as a daytime activity. I like that they added that in here. Thank God. Yeah. Um, always randonaut with a charged phone. I like that. Use situational awareness. Thank you. Be respectful of property owners. Never trespass. Do not go into dangerous areas. So they covered their territory there. Um, yeah. I will say it's interesting that they had to put the caveat of randonauting is best done as a daytime activity because the second that randonauting went viral with a really cr true crime supernatural like ting to it, yeah. um, now... There's a lot of videos I watched where people were going, obviously, in the middle of the night. Obviously, okay. their parents do not know where they are. Um, okay, now I'm understanding why I've been seeing videos on TikTok of people, like, finding abandoned barns. And I'm like, what are, what are you doing there? And they're, I get it now. The whole time I was watching these videos, I was like, damn, if this came out when I was 17, it would have been game fucking over. Like, Can I you imagine? absolutely like without fail would be dead from randonauting so often oh in the yeah. worst in the worst situations possible you like, and i would have had be, been the reason those rules were invented on their website truly i mean the 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 houses that i used to like walk around by only um wink wink <laughs> but, like, <laughs> look at like, from afar the abandoned <laughs> like places that were like local legends of being really haunted and like nobody lived there. So like it, they were yep. known for like teenagers my age to like 
party in a cornfield next to the haunted house and maybe go into a room or two but like imagine the random that I, nodding. truly like the amount the 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 amount and the like um what's the right word like the abandon with what the reckless mm. abandon with which i played pokemon go i cannot imagine <laughs> how i would have behaved playing this game Can you imagine if they were like oh there might also be like something for your like v- mental vision board at the end of this <laughs> i feel like an ekans also around the bo- side <laughs> of the barn Ekans, go find it a pot of gold at the end of this <laughs> rainbow but the rainbow is actually black and white and totally monochromatic um <laughs> and a dead body most likely so and there's also luck. a corpse at the end not a pot of gold so it's always a dead fucking body <laughs> there's megan so <laughs> there's a megan there's always a megan at the end of the maybe Meg- the megan monochromatic is rainbow the- <laughs> maybe there's a Me- maybe megan is the ekans now i'm just giving myself a headache wait what's megan so backwards neg nagam nagam all right sounds, sounds like a classic ekans situation yeah or unless there's a bunch of H's in there. Nug hey home. <laughs> Neg. <sighs> M. <laughs> With a silent R in there somewhere. <laughs> silent P. Silent L. I'm sorry. I love all the Megans. There's a squiggly line in there. <laughs> I'm sorry, Megans. We love you. Oh, wait. I definitely spelled Megan with an H backwards wrong. Whatever. I don't care. Um, so... Okay, so here are just some of the stories that I either found in the articles or just actually these are the ones I found in the articles. And then I also have my phone ready because I saved a few. I favorited a few. And I'm just going to just to jog my memory, be like, oh, and this one, and this one, this one. There's only like four or five, but I thought they were worth mentioning. Oh, so, sweet. So um, giving good and bad. So there are some people who have their intention was something magical that would inspire creativity. That's a good intention. That's nice. And uh, I'm only saying the like a little blurb about it, but most of these also had pictures with them. Um, so something magical that would inspire creativity. And this person ended up finding like a beautiful like meadow with like flowers. And like, it was very like straight out of a fairy tale. Um, one TikTok user, uh, his name is Matt Hall. Apparently he has done random nodding quite a few times. Um he actually his first one got 6.7 million likes oh, on the app wow. or something and i also definitely forgot to write what he actually saw cool oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> look at matt hall you'll find him um, oh my gosh what a what a cliffhanger there <laughs> 6.7 pe- million people have seen it now you go find it yourself <laughs> uh, also tiktoker alex bennett apparently ended up in a graveyard and when he got there he found like a tombstone with his last name on it Goodbye. And he he ended up finding out that they were literally his relatives and he never knew that they were buried there. (gasps) What? Okay, that's better than like finding it and being like, so is this the end of the road for me, I guess? (laughs) Right. Like, I wonder what that intention was. Um, I do too. My personal favorite, and we have a picture for that too, but um, the one of the Redditors who posted their intention was a glitch in the matrix. (gasps) And no, don't do that. Literally found a stoop that like was clearly meant to have a door and there's no door like has like a little awning to where the door would be has a stoop and railings it's just like a harry potter nine and three quarters wall oh my god goose cam um it like makes no like architecturally it's like oh great you'd put everything there except the door to get inside Ooh, ooh. um someone wanted to 
their intention was see something unexplainable and ended up in the middle of a field with a recliner in the middle. Oh, I love that. Uh, one, uh, I think this is a TikToker whose handle is slug Lexa. Uh, their intention was my mom's lost dog and <gasps> went to the middle of the desert and literally found a random dog running around and like cuddled them and hung out with them and ran around. With oh them. my gosh. Like out of all the things in the world, the middle of a desert, a fucking dog just shows up. Well, now I'm just sad that the other dog wasn't found. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yikes. Well, hopefully. Uh, the This writer set their intention as happiness and ended up like at a really pretty landscape during the sunset. Uh, one woman and her boyfriend uh, made secret intentions, but they're like, I'm going to have an intention. You have an intention. We're not going to tell each other. So we like know that we're there's no confirmation bias. We're both finding what we're looking for. Right. And they ended up at this random spot, totally set up in the woods. It like should have not been there. And it was a perfectly like a man-made little wedding chapel or it was like a setting <gasps> like built for a wedding with like pews and everything what and uh she said that her intention had been love and he his intention was where he would propose one day <gasps> is that not the wildest also talk about like if he planned that the whole goddamn time it was like oh wait yeah that's was this on TikTok? Because that sounds like a very bullshit TikTok. That one move. I didn't find on TikTok, but it's like, what are like that would have been real slick if he could have pulled that off. Like it knowing been. what she would have wanted her intention to be. Dude, I'm having like full on goose camp. I had to pull my sleeves down because I'm like freaking out. <laughs> this is wild. Okay, here's another one. I'm glad you had a good time there. Another user <laughs> uh, set death as their intention. See, like why? Don't fucking do that. But then again, us as 16-year-olds would have done stupid shit like that, too. Oh, my gosh. My, the whole reason I was near abandoned locations as a teenager anyway was for the afterlife. So why wouldn't Correct. I pick something really fucking dark? We would have been like possession, demons. Absolutely. I would have at least picked a demon once or twice. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Zozo. Set death as their intention. Uh, th- assuming like, oh, I'll find like a, like a deer on the side of the road or something. And... Uh, oh boy ended up driving around not finding anything the points didn't really apparently make too much sense went home found out that their cousin died (gasps) oh no okay i want to tell that person it was not your fault that your cousin died like that's a really wild situation but i hope they're not like holding on to that now as like i did this yes this gives uh, a perfect uh little foot in the door for us to remind you that this just happens to be the app says that very weird synchronicities happen, which just weird right. things that should not. It's just weird. It's very weird coincidences that make literally no sense. Yeah. That happens to just be one of them. Um, a different time, uh, someone set their intention as sad and found an old house that apparently was abandoned, but found two nooses hanging from the ceiling. Oh, oh, yeah. oh God. Oh, no. BuzzFeed did an article where they set the intention of uncomfortable. Okay, that's kind of fun. And they were led to a rundown house that had a rocking... This is a quote from them. We were led to a rundown house that had a rocking chair on the front porch occupied by a large stuffed animal that had two other stuffed animals on its lap and two straw hats on its head. Oh, that is uncomfortable. (laughs) It's just like, I don't know how to feel, so I guess I am uncomfortable. Like, back away slowly uncomfortable, yeah. Um, And then real quick before I get into the, I think the last one I had, I want to 
um, quickly go through some of the TikTok ones that I found. Um, my favorite one was uh, that there was uh, one person who I guess because of Corona had to uh, say no to their out of state dream school and oh. instead had to go to their, um, I guess their local state university, which was, I guess, Kansas university. That's, and, um, so they were like, okay, I'm going to go, uh, randonauting. And my intention is closure because like, I'm really bummed Aww. that I have to say no to my school. Um, and was driving around and got to their quantum point or whatever and ended up in a horse field and like mowed into the grass was KU. <gasps> Isn't that crazy? Aww, that is nice. There's also one by, uh, I don't know if it's Marilyn or Marlon. Oh, Marlena Sanchez. Um, apparently literally ended up at like a, a church or something and found a woman just like waving a knife in the driveway or in the parking lot what ew um another person Do you know the intention or no i don't know what the i probably would if i turned on the audio but i don't oh, know yeah, if that's no. like a copyright thing um <laughs> don't worry about it not worth it <laughs> um there's another one mg i think brun click um they i guess there was like a, a group of friends who decided that they were going to uh their intention was fears and <gasps> Oh, One no. of them is terrified of heights, and they ended up at an, in a neighborhood called some something Heights. Oh no! Um, and so the point that they got brought to literally was like the sign of the neighborhood, saying like "Welcome Ew. to Blank Heights." Ah. Um, another one. I think this is Tia Langley is the handle, and uh, literally ended up in the middle of like the abandoned woods. And I'm if this is the one I'm thinking of. They literally all of a sudden found like random trash bags in the middle of the road. They put on their high beams and then allegedly someone started like chasing them and like oh. out of the middle of the wood just started running at their car. No, thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's the one for sure because I remember that little scene of like they started freaking out. Like you could see like people charging their car and they're trying to like drive away as fast as they can. No, thanks. Someone else. Uh, oh, this one was actually in L.A., and uh this one uh i think the the intention was fears or sad or anxiety or something like that i can't remember without the volume on but they ended up at uh they ended up at a random like parking sign or like road sign on the sidewalk and the sign literally said this will end in tears <laughs> Oh no! So fucking weird. <laughs> and a lot of these are like truly like people finding their way into some really shady areas, like really abandoned places. Um, people are finding bones. People are finding like smashed cell phones with the batteries taken out and like random Ooh. clothes lying everywhere. Ooh. People are finding buildings that have like just recently clearly been broken into with glass shattering. Um, people have like. Uh, again seeing people sprinting at them with knives people have found some really shady stuff and so the argument can be made the like okay well if everyone's doing it for kind of the creep factor of course you're going to go in the middle of the night to a secluded area where you would yeah. not go normally so it's kind of just right. like the perfect environment for chaos 
Um, The most popular one that I do want to talk about, um, I'm pretty sure this is the right person, but their handle on TikTok was Ugh Henry. (laughs) And um, basically these teenagers, I don't know what their intention was, uh, clearly something really fucked up. And they found a black suitcase by the shore. They were at the beach at the quantum point, took them to the beach and on the rocks. Seattle, right? in Seattle. And uh, they found a black suitcase on the rocks and i guess they were in the tiktok they're like climbing down the rocks to try to get to the suitcase and see what's in there that's why i originally thought that this was like a geocaching app because i was like oh you found like your treasure yeah Um, (laughs) yikes and so apparently the captions in the tiktok were that like the smell was overwhelming i think at some point they said they saw something kind of peeking out of the suitcase and then in the tiktok you can see them literally calling the police because they're pretty sure there's a dead body and there were like trash bags in it. I think that's what and it was like. We don't want to open that yes. further. Yeah, exactly. So then they literally called the cops. And at the end of the TikTok is like a oh screen God. grab of um, an article that was posted online saying that like literally human remains had been found. Um, and this is actually this. So the Seattle Police Department uh, actually did make a comment saying detectives are currently investigating after several bags containing human remains were located near the water in the 1100 block of alki avenue southwest this afternoon police responded after receiving a call of a suspicious bag on the beach another bag was located in the water once the contents were determined to be remains um harbor patrol is now assisting on the on the call and detectives will work closely with the King County medical examiner's office as the investigation proceeds. This act, this remains an active and ongoing investigation. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I know that's like a terrible, terrible, awful thing, but like also for like the sake of the person who like created the random not app, it like all of a sudden yeah. like had people like going crazy and wanting to see like what else they could find. Oh my and goodness. That's kind of where all of this like, all the spooky videos are coming out because people are probably making their intentions a little more dark now that that's yeah. like a potential. Um, but so uh, another one that kind of shook me up last night was that a uh, TikTok user. Uh, I think it's McKenna Ray. Uh, this one, I don't think was like for clout or anything. Not that any of these were for clout, but she was like really incredibly sobbing and in the video uh said that her intention was death and she come on guys (laughs) and while she was driving down the road she literally found a man dying on the side of the road oh my god um saying that he was laying in the gutter and his wife was holding him what the fuck and he was apparently allegedly shot she and she pulled over and called the police for them while her friend wrapped a jacket around him um and then she was posting a tiktok like saying what she i don't know if it was like a warning like you know don't make bad intentions with the random knot but that one really fucked me up there's another oh there's another uh case where two friends found another suitcase and uh in the video they're running away after finding a shoe that still had a leg attached to it um oh goodbye they did later admit that there was no leg and so this is kind of one of the first signs that people are now doing it for clout um and so you can't really trust what you see every time i mean people really could be setting stuff out in a random field or they could live literally in a fucking field and like be videotaping this as if it's a crazy place um yeah so basically the app is telling randonauts 
again, I said this earlier, but it the app does say like do this during the day with multiple groups of people, like be safe. Um, but you can't always control how people handle it. Um, and with things, with things that everyone has been finding, this could be a coincidence. It could be a synchronicity. It could be the result of mind over matter connection that your intentions are actually, you know, working with the world. Um, it could be confirmation bias. It could be kids just getting into abandoned areas at night, which is exactly where you find the creepy stuff. It could be lying for clout. And like I said earlier, only 1% probably of this is like really extreme. I'm sure most of the Randonaut app is not, you're not going to find a dead body. Um, and, uh, some people think that <laughs> this is interesting. Some people think that Randonautica is actually accidentally proven that we are all in a simulation and we're all reality jumping. So Goodbye. that's, that's the extra fun part. Apparently a while ago, I think it was like, they have reworded it since, but there were a few articles that came out that in Antarctica, like parallel universes had been proven to exist. Um, and then it got taken back and they're like, no, it just got worded weird. That's not the case. And now people are saying like, we're just like reality jumping first. Like there were parallel universes and now there's not. And it's like, okay, guy, like it's getting kind of crazy. How the fuck did we end up in the worst goddamn parallel universe? Like we're literally (laughs) in the worst one. Like how do we get back to the other one? Stop everybody. Stop intentioning death everywhere and weird shit like that. Right now. Let's all intention, uh, like just kindness, please. Like peace and kindness. So most people just say that all of this has to do with synchronicity, two or more events that happen to occur in a meaningful way and and at a time where they really shouldn't be like connecting that way. Um, And the chance that they would occur by random chance is small. It's kind of, um, I got this from, uh, I got this from Dimension 1111.com. Okay. Oh. (laughs) That's interesting because the um, example I was going to give is it's very much like seeing 1111 everywhere or how like I swear that I see 22 everywhere. It's like you've already kind of primed yourself to always be ready for that. And so you see it, even though you're probably seeing like 35 as a number. Right. At the same same amount. And it's it's like the Bader Reinhoff where it's like the second you're consciously aware of something, it'll like pop up everywhere. Exactly. Sort of. So this is all pretty much confirmation bias. It's just got some really spooky um, undertones to it. But yeah. if you want to try the app, you can. I have it on my phone. I'm sure the next time you're in town, you're going to make me give oh, it a whirl. Like so. I'm literally going to get in another box now and see you in a moment. Um, my intention is actually Christine. So let's see what happens with that. <laughs> anyway, there um, you go. Wow, dude. Okay, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, like I do believe in intentions and I think intentions do have a an impact on our own lives whether that's like i agree quantum or like energy i don't know um so i don't know maybe even just being uh, like attracted fit like geographically to things that you're yeah or just i mean opening yourself up for your energy to coincide with the world's energy and yeah lets you gets you places there's death happening so like it's gonna if it's gonna draw you there it's not that hard probably to find it but right um yeah i don't know and that's kind of wild like i know you were saying oh there's so many creepy things being found but you're right like on a day-to-day you're not just going to random locations you're going very intentionally like to the right. kroger or to the bank and then like home and so i feel like it's just so there's probably so much shit out there that like nobody's looking at the ground to find or there were some i mean 
obviously the people whose intention is death are also probably picking like whatever one of those three locations was for like the most secluded area. Sure. They're also going at night. So like, I'm sure they're finding these things because it's so easy to find them at that time in that place. But right. there's also people who, um, you know, are intentioning like the color red or like a boat right. or, um, there's one picture here that I had where like someone actually, this one I thought was really cool. Um, someone's intention was unexplainable and then went to the beach and found a pyramid in the sand uh, that looked like a vortex kind of pyramid. It looked really eerie Ooh. and like kind of geometric or, um, but people also will like their intention is peace. And then all of a sudden they find like a, in a book abandoned in the woods. That's like all about peace. So it's really Aww. like, it could be anything. And at the end of the day, yeah. it really does seem like whatever you're, looking for like if your intention is peace you might that's walk by the point. dead body and like see a book about peace that's a good fucking you point, know? dude because you're totally right and that's why i think like this whole manifesting shit sounds super cheesy but i think it does work in a way of like even my old therapist uh she used to say that too and she has a phd so i listened to her but she said she said like subconsciously if you're they've done studies that like subconsciously if there's something that you're like thinking about or working towards so like i don't know say you want to be the president or whatever but you're like unconsciously intent uh, setting that intention um then it's like always in the back of your mind and you'll like automatically be swayed to do things that will lead you there even if you're not necessarily like okay the president's probably a bad example but you know what <laughs> i mean like you'll subconsciously your brain will like lead you to where your yeah. goal is i mean you could really like depending on whatever your intention was you could be you know, walking past so many other things that you would have yeah. noticed if your intention were different. But now since you're focused on like, like my mom always used to use the example of like, if you think about everything that's red in your room, all of a sudden red is going to look like the like 90% of the colors in your room. Right. Until all of a sudden you switch your thinking to, okay, everything that's blue in the room. And all of a sudden there's not a lot right. of red in the room. So it's just truly yeah. where you're where your mind is and if That's you're so interesting if step one is set your intention then all it's saying is prime yourself for whatever the adventure is totally. going to be which doesn't make it any less creepy by the way if you're finding bodies in and you know like, abandoned buildings like, like knife fully. slinging people in yeah. the parking lot and <laughs> the hash slinging hasher i was literally thinking the same thing i just couldn't figure out the word <laughs> so i did i, avoided I couldn't it. either <laughs> hash that slash slinging slasher okay well you got it hash slinging slasher um Anyway, so that's that's uh, that's pretty wild. I want to play it immediately. So uh, you were right. Let's I already it. know it's going to be some weird date you make boys do every single time. Oh, for sure. But you and I are going to do it first. Maybe I'm so we can do it, and I'll just like in my intention will be cheesecake, and then guess where it'll take us. You know, <laughs> I'll actually just put like the coordinates into the factory uh, on my on my GPS, and I'll be like, no, 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 it's the Ransnot app. You just you missed like, it. What? <laughs> it brought us to the Bever to the Grove. It's the quantum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the cheesecake factory would be like your quantum point <laughs> yeah for sure yeah so learn that everybody if you if your intention is this podcast or just m it'll probably just take you <laughs> to cheesecake and it's not a bad thing um it would be interesting if someone is willing out there to for their intention to be our podcast i would be curious to see where the energy points for that are can you guys try that for real i'm very curious I'm very curious. Considering your intention is supposed to like kind of morph with what's going on celestially in the world and then link up to yeah. all these specific coordinates. It'd be interesting if they were like, if any of the spots were like a place we've covered on the show or like places Ooh. we talk about on the show or maybe like your old apartment where it started. That'd be pretty cool. Guys, if like you do that and you end up at like 
one of our houses or house of pies or something <laughs> like i'm gonna freak out i want to know what people <laughs> find i'm so I curious officially believe in this and we will be like We'll be immediate spokespeople for this app if you find Correct. us with your intention. <laughs> if you find us, if you're walking up with a... Also legally, do not break into our houses. <laughs> well, maybe don't do that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, that was fascinating. I had no idea about that. I didn't either until um, this morning. <laughs> whew, how freaky. Okay. So I guess it's my turn. And now things are going to be less fun and just... They always up. are. <laughs> they always are it's okay our Welcome. intention is to make this really positive yeah yeah we can try um so last week i covered uh dominique fells and i mentioned that this is kind of a back-to-back mini series because there were two stories i wanted to cover and there was too much to do it in one so this week i'm covering Rhea milton um, and they're different cases, but the reason they're kind of back to back is they highlight the same problem and that they occurred within a 24 hour period. Right. Yes. Um, yes. But they're obviously their own stories. So just as a refresher, um, Dominique Remy Fells, um, was a black trans woman who was murdered in the beginning of June and Rhea Milton, just to spoiler alert, is also a, um, black trans woman who was murdered within a 24 hour period as uh, Dominique Remy Fells. And that was this past June, um, again, during Black Lives Matter. Pro- oh, sorry. Were, no, were they in the same areas or was this different parts of the no, world? No, they were totally. So this one was in Ohio, okay. um, in Cincinnati, actually. Okay. And uh, the other one was in Philadelphia. Um, so, yeah, so they were, it was within the same time period, but yeah, different, different towns. Um, And it was obviously, like I said, June, so Pride Month, um, during the midst of all the demonstrations, Black Lives Matter protests, and during the anniversary of the the four-year anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shootings. So it was just a really wild time. Um, It's always a wild time for these things to occur, but it just, again, it's a conflagration, as I decided last week. (laughs) A big fire. Accidentally, completely right. So... (laughs) (laughs) destructive fire that I accidentally meant to say totally. Um, So this week I'm covering Rhea's murder and on my quest to find out more info about this, um, because it's such a new uh, story, I was seeing if any podcasts have covered it. And I discovered this podcast called the slay Queens. Uh, I know. And uh, each week hosts Ashley and Wayne take a deep dive into the dark side of the rainbow. (gasps) Oh, Are you? Is that a synchronicity right there? That monochromatic is, rainbow? Right? Didn't you say that? I just got like goose cam again. I didn't even think about it until I said it out loud. That's some neg ham stuff right Ew! there. That's Miss Megan right there, with a silent Q in the middle. Yeah, nag ham. I'll never know how to spell Megan backwards. Ugh. Me neither. And we, you know what? Megan doesn't know how to spell her name forward, so we're fine. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> that was M, not me. I didn't say that. Unless your name is spelled like fucking normal Megan. I are my favorite part about not one. It's one of my favorite parts of being on tour is whenever I a was Megan, about to say this. Whenever a Megan is in our meet and greet, she always Megan. If you're out there and you plan on being in a meet and greet, you know, you know who you are. Every Megan that comes up to us <laughs> tells us without us asking how they spell their name, <laughs> and they're like. 
Unless it's like super weird. And then they're like, they don't admit it. And we're like, we know. We, we've had Megan's be like, my name's Meg. It's like they want us to trash them. It is. It's, like, it's hilarious. I'm like, hi, what's your name? And they're like, my name's fucking Megan. And I'm like, okay, Megan. <laughs> That's the most Megan thing I've ever heard. We get like more <laughs> Megan's and Scorpio's at our shows than like any other star sign or name. <laughs> like, it's so wild. Sometimes you get the, the double the double whammy of there's a Scorpio named Megan in our line. That happens. We had. Yeah. One, I think it was in Denver. Where did we get really incredibly altitude sick? Was that Denver? Denver. Okay. Denver, we had um, a Scorpio named Megan in our meet and greet, and Megan spelled her name M E G H E A N. And I was like, no. I was like, get the fuck out of here, Megan. I was like, (laughs) you are exactly what I'm talking about. And she was like, I know, I know. I know. I love it because they just own it and it makes me so happy. She's probably the queen of this, like, this dark rainbow at the end. Oh, for sure. (laughs) You can find her at the end of it. Yeah. Her and all of her H's. (laughs) It makes me laugh. And sometimes I love the Megans because sometimes they'll be like, my name is Megan, but I spell it the normal way. And we'll go, what way? And she'll be like, (laughs) M-E-A-G-H-A-N. And we're like, that? No. (laughs) You've deluded yourself. (laughs) We met one time we... We met one, I think it was in uh, New York. I think it was at the Grammars. No, I don't know. Somewhere in maybe Philadelphia. Who who cares? She's Megan. That's fine. But she's, <laughs> she was like, my full name's Megan, but I go by Meg. And I was like, that's fine. And she was like, it's spelled M-E-G-G. And I was like, okay, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But I love how much they know, like, to tell us. It makes me happy because they're <laughs> clearly just so, all about it. I'm so tickled every time. Yeah, same here. Um, it cracks me up. So anyway, back anyway, to not being happy. Let's keep going. <laughs> back to Ashley and Wayne and the Slay Queens podcast. So yeah, they do a deep dive into the dark side of the rainbow, which I just thought was the coolest thing. Didn't realize it would be such a synchronicity. Um, they so they did an episode, um, and they they talked about Rhea Milton in a recent episode. They did mention on Instagram that they had technical dif- difficulties. So just a warning that the te- uh. The sound might be a bit wonky, but I really liked the two of them um, and the way they talked about the cases. Um, plus, then I found out they're Cincinnatians. They live in Cincinnati, which then I realized Queen City, Queens maybe had something to do with it. But like I said, a conflagration, um, this case is in Cincinnati. So I'm like, okay, well, synchronicities left and right, I guess, is is what I'm calling it. Um, yeah, so the case is, oh, you know what another synchronicity was, by the way? When we were talking recently, we were talking about how to spell zhuzh. And then I was watching, I was like, I don't know that I've ever seen it spelled out. And then I was watching Queer Eye and literally with the subtitles, uh, Bobby was like, let's zhuzh it up. And I went, it was like minutes after we stopped recording. And I was like, oh, how weird is that? <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, just manifesting. Just weird. I have that. I used to think I was psychic specifically because anytime I think about a TV show episode, I swear like within that week that episode is on my TV. And I'm like, on I TV. just yeah. thought of this. I, it happened so often. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm a psychic. I was like convinced. It's a very specific psychic power. <laughs> Just I, like yeah, but one that of friends. always worked. It was always <laughs> right. So I love it. Oh, boy. Well, anyway, so this is uh, it was kind of crazy because I found this story. It was Cincinnati. Then I found this podcast. They're Cincinnatians. Now this whole rainbow thing. Um, so let's crack into it and zhuzh it up. That's what we call Pride Month, by the way, this whole rainbow thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what i meant i meant the rainbow synchronicity the dark side of the rainbow 
Yes, exactly. Um, anyway, so this takes place. Oh, here's another fucking synchronicity. It takes place in Liberty Township, which is a place I had literally never been to until we did a live show yeah. in Liberty Township, which is like really far out. It's like 45 minutes away from like downtown Cincinnati, like out there. But it's technically like greater Cincinnati, I guess. Um, but so I don't know much about that area, but it was definitely weird when I saw it because I was like, oh, we did a live yeah. show there. Okay. Um, so that's kind of just a fun fact. Uh, so according to here, I wrote it out, human rights campaign. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Read our last episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's pretend that didn't happen. Um, so I have another, like, pretty startling, shocking, and disturbing fact here. Uh, According to, yeah, Human Rights Campaign, the life expectancy of transgender women of color is 35 years old. Um, So that's alarmingly sobering. Um, And with that, I guess let's just fucking crack into it. Well, that was a great way to start this. Just the most sad fact I've ever heard. I had that fact and I went, where do I put it? I don't want to put it right at the end and then be like, bye. So I was like, well... That is the absolutely the most jarring statistic I've heard of, it is. out of all the sad it's things. Dis- it's sickeningly <clears throat> disturbing. The only thing that rivals that, I think, is like the number of pregnant black women who are dying of of corona. Like the, just the statistics are so like bingo heart stopping. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, it's really bad. That's my take, everyone. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> my words. Yes, but I mean, there's. Uh, okay. it's like at, between those two statistics, like how can you compare the worst of either of those? They're just exactly. fucking awful. It's just like tra- tragic. Um, so, okay, this case uh, takes place June 9th, begins June 9th, 2020. So it's the day after Dominique Remifel's body was found in Philadelphia. 25-year-old Rhea Milton was lured to Liberty Township by three individuals intending to steal her car and money. So according to Fox 19 local news, a fight ensued during the robbery and Milton was shot twice. In the aftermath, the suspects fled with her car, leaving her body behind in the 6,000 block of Spruce Creek Drive near Liberty Park. And it wasn't until the following morning at 5.30 a.m. that investigators were called to the scene of a dead body, which turned out to be Rhea's, and she was pronounced dead on the scene. So Rhea was 25 years old. She was a student at the University of Cincinnati and worked as a home health aide. Uh, Her sister, Ariel Marianne, described her as a joyful person who was always smiling. And Ariel and Rhea are actually birth sisters, but they didn't meet until elementary school because they were separated when Ariel was adopted. And they weren't really close, but they stayed in each other's lives. They were they cared about each other like sisters. Um, and they had last talked in April, which was two months before Rio was killed. Okay. And what was the not this matters? What was the age difference between them, or do we know that? Um, I don't think we know that. I don't think it was said anywhere how old she was. I'm sure that's the least important information in this entire story. I was just trying to think. It's a head. good question. Yeah, I I don't have it. It didn't get mentioned i don't believe in the okay. article as far as i can tell um I, I think she's relatively young though like i don't think she's much different uh age-wise from ria who is 25 um so ariel herself identifies actually as a trans woman oh okay. which uh yeah so it made it even obviously harder for her to hear how her sister's death was being reported in the news um so ria was referred to by investigators and subsequently by the media as her by her dead name 
um, as well as male pronouns. And this was just an extra blow to obviously her friends and family. Now, as for dead naming, like I know what this term is, but I know a lot of people don't. So I don't know if you wanted to explain it as someone who knows more about that. Or if, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, or if you want to, like, because I don't want to put you on the spot. Like, I have a definition in, in case you don't feel comfortable doing it. But no, I don't care. I, I'll try to keep my my personal interest in ranting about it forever to a bare minimum. <laughs> um, I just didn't want to, like, mansplain dead naming to you, you know? That <laughs> would like, have this is actually not. been way funny. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, okay, dead naming. For the people who don't know, if you consider yourself an ally, which I pray to God you do if you're listening to the show especially, <laughs> but if you happen to be a cisgender person and don't know what dead naming is, uh, it is the previous name that someone went by before they came out as living in their truth. Um, there's a reason why I go by M, not the longest version of that name, because it is my dead name. It is not the name I like. It is. It reminds me of... Uh, what I am not trying to present to the world. Um, so that's, that's basically, I'm trying to keep it as short as possible, but if you are dead naming or if you happen to be someone who's like, Oh, I have a friend who's transitioning or goes, but you know, if you're one of those people who's like, Oh, they go by this, but this used to be their name. That is literally the worst thing you can do. Please do not do yeah. that. Do not ever, ever, ever tell someone's name if they no longer go by that. Uh, at least in the queer community, um, they, there's a reason they don't want to be known by that. So don't address it. It's literally nobody's business. And it could be really damaging. And yes, even if you think, oh, it's just like a fun fact. It's yeah, it's it's like it, that's information that they should be able to decide if it's worth sharing. So completely, completely, um, especially if it doesn't like fit their identity. And Thank you for explaining that in a much more uh, poignant way than I probably would have. The I'm, um, I will say for the people wondering why it like why it's such a big deal. It's like if Bob used to go by Ashley, there's a lot of shitty people out there who, when they first meet Bob, now they're only going to know Bob as Ashley. Are they going right. to be like, oh, Bob uh, doesn't deserve or uh, shouldn't have uh, you know he him pronouns? You know, all I see now are all the feminine features that Bob is probably so insecure about because right. now I know that Bob was once Ashley. It's it's fucks with people's heads and then it ends up fucking with the actual person who matters. Head. Totally. So. Well, and it's almost like giving a caveat of like, oh, sure, I'll call you Bob. But if you're even mentioning the old identity, it's like, yeah, well, why even bring that into play? Like if they're if it's Bob, don't be like, well, it's Bob who used to be Ashley. Like that's not. Yeah, it ends up feeling like you're not seeing someone as who they are. You're just humoring exactly. them because you're trying to be like a good person in society, but you don't really mean it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so that's kind of what happened. It's not kind of. It's absolutely what happened. Um, And so uh, I will say I was actually pretty pleased because most of the articles that I did read um, were they never mentioned the dead name, uh, her dead name. Oh, so great. I was very impressed by that because it was only in one article i found where i was like oh i hadn't even seen it yet but you right. know seeing it even is like oh like it just puts a different thought into your head of like that person's identity and that's not fair if they're that's not what they don't want to present right so i was very surprised um that like once surprised and pleased that once you know this got corrected like nobody reported with the dead name at all not even that's saying awesome. like oh uh, so one article said like, oh, other news agencies reported her name as this. And I was like, just leave it out. Like, yeah, like just, why are you, you know, it's just it feels gross. It's like 
it's like whatever you're the most insecure about like let's say you have like some really wild scar on your face it's like yeah. me being like oh my friend christine is coming over she has a massive scar on her face it's like you why know, the are one? you saying that like <laughs> yeah. why are you talking about the one thing she's probably the most insecure about exactly like the one the one thing that she does not want you to talk about right or identify her as the one thing she would like you to not know her by is the one thing you're going to address her with the lady has the big scar on her face yeah right okay. exactly anyway. No, that's exactly it. So I was I was actually like pleased that I didn't even run into the name um, doing the research uh, aside from one time. Um, so obviously I'm not going to even go there. But right. um, Ariel, so her sister said at this point she was out as a transgender woman. Everyone knew her as Rhea. She added, it costs nothing to ca- call me Ariel to use she, her pronouns, exactly. to call her Rhea, to say that she was my sister. It cost you nothing. It costs zero dollars to be fucking respectful. Costs zero fucking dollars. She said you have zero excuses as to why you cannot call people the names they want to be called by. Mm. And I just was like, yeah, that's exactly right. And for Ariel also to be a transgender woman, be like in the same boat as like, yeah, how the fuck? I just love that there's at least like somebody who can speak out and be like, I understand how this feels. Like, don't fucking call my sister, right? You know, the wrong name. Yeah. Um. So Sergeant Kim Peters of the Butler County Sheriff's Office wrote to the Cincinnati Inquirer that Friday, uh, and he said the confusion came about when Rhea's parents referred to her as their son. Um, Sergeant Peters explained that although the Sheriff's Department was sensitive to these matters, which I was like, oh, I'd love some examples, please, please (laughs) just Uh enlighten me. I have all day. I would love some examples of your sensitivity to these matters, quote unquote. (laughs) Okay, let's hear it. Right. So, oh, they're not there. Um, Don't worry. They're just kind of alluded to in a very mysterious way. Uh, Excellent. That makes it even better. (laughs) So, uh, although the sheriff's department is extremely sensitive to these matters, during the investigation, the victim's parents referred to Rhea as their son, Oleg, which is the Ohio law enforcement gateway. An information network for police has the victim listed as a male, and that is what the coroner's report also said which is, I suppose, what they're saying is where the confusion stemmed from. Uh, however, according to USA Today, Rhea's birth mother, uh, so not her adopted, adoptive mother, but her birth mother, Tracy Milton, acknowledged her child as a transgender woman. She oh. said she did not raise Ariel or Rhea, but became a part of their lives after they turned 18. And uh, one of Rhea's close friends, 28-year-old Eden Estes, dis- uh, who describes Ariel as like a little sister, uh, has reached out to multiple media outlets hoping to correct Rhea's name and pronouns in public reports. So she has a lot of people like on her behalf That's awesome. going out. At- and I've seen a lot of stories. I covered one a while back. I don't remember the episode, but of, um, you know, people who are who are trans and their family doesn't acknowledge the the correct name and it just become like nobody stands up for them except for maybe strangers on the internet and it's just really heartbreaking it really is such a few things really punch me in the gut but finding out and these i mean these are just two stories that you're covering but i've heard of other you know oh there's so many similar cases where you know they're just being misgendered after death left and right and nobody's defending them and it's just the, the wildest thing that's one of the only things where like i'm completely fucking moved just like how yeah. can how can no one stand up for this person who's dead like it's already awful like you can't let them have one fucking thing they're literally like the alt like a victim here and nobody's not even calling up them for- by their name Ugh, i can't stand it it's almost like yeah it's almost like that gets erased it's just really disturbing um yeah. uh, so i also okay so i also want to add too that this is something that i kind of 
realized or thought about that was a kind of a sticking point or like a, a thinking point, I guess, for me is that um, the intentionality behind dead naming doesn't change the fact that you're dead naming somebody. So like, right. even if you accidentally say the wrong name, like mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you were doing it to be an evil overlord, right. but like you still did it, did the act and it still deserves to be corrected and you know whatever and not always i will i will defend you know i have cisgender allies you are not one of them but i have cisgender allies who knew me for a long time with a different name so there is a difference between dead naming someone because you are outright being disrespectful and you are uh, adapting and adjusting and you're learning and you made a mistake that's i feel like you've always been so like um patient with people and you didn't even have to be obviously but you were always very like patient with people i mean i understand there's a difference between me i don't want to like tell someone they're like fucking canceled because they like made a mistake you know it's like i mean how many it's a very easy fix and i know when people are genuinely apologetic and or they're like oh well fuck you you know there's a difference yeah yeah but i just wanted to make that clarification because some people who are trying to be better allies might be afraid of making a mistake Right. I just want That's to exactly make- right. Yeah, no, you're totally right. And I think the 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 difference comes when or the like gray area comes when like for example, I mean, I'm not going to like make a thing of this, but somebody commented on one of our posts and and misgendered you and mm-hmm. as always uh, one of I think it was Eva commented like, "Hey, just a reminder." Like just yeah. al- just a, always kind of a gentle reminder because a lot of times people are early in the podcast and haven't caught up to current day and we can't fault them for that my own goddamn fault because i should have definitely i wasn't to be fair i wasn't i wasn't ready to right i wasn't ready to make that change yet i just it's just wildly inconvenient that i had to make that change like after people knew me one way and then have to adapt later and we've talked about this on the show i think before but yes. a lot of people in our person, we- I don't mean to make this all about me. I'm aware this is like no, a really no, dark no. topic, but it's topical and worth mentioning, especially it since is, it is. we're recording on the last day of Pride Month. So uh, yeah, let yep, me yep. fucking have this. And our birthday month, by the way. By the way, it's still Gemini season to me. Um, but <laughs> right. so uh, we've had a lot of people who are wonderful allies and you know are trying their best, but sometimes it comes off a little aggressive for the people who just made right. an honest mistake. And so sometimes it's easier for us to handle it on our own when someone misgenders me in a comment, because otherwise that person, again, I'm grateful for the people that are at my defense, but there have been some like 1% of people um, who are defending me and like end up scaring that person out of probably not wanting to become an ally because they have now right. felt so cornered about being able to even ask questions. So Right. And attacked. And it, it's it's one of those things where none of I mean, episode 10, if you're on episode 10, like you just simply don't. You don't know. know it's yet. not your fault. You don't know. Right. That I later go by different pronouns. So. Well, and so the example like of somebody commenting and so Eva had given like a gentle reminder and just been like, hey, just so you know, you know, um, M goes by they them pronouns. And then this person kind of instead of saying, you know, oh, I'm sorry, like I'll delete my comment or whatever like went on a very 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 angry defensive rant about how they didn't know and we were like no we understand you didn't know that's why we're telling you and they just went on this very very aggressive thing where i was like you know what but that's the point here that i'm trying to make is that you can dead name someone not intentionally but totally accidental what matters is that afterward you 
acknowledge it and right. reroute yourself or correct yourself. Um, so that was a, basically my whole point is that like whether the media outlets or police knew or not, it still happened um, and it was still damaging. Yes. And it's also it's more it's a little more painful and comes off as much more disrespectful because it was, you know, if we accidentally misgendered somebody in person, let's say like anybody, not just you or me, but if if I was walking down the street and met someone accidentally misgendered them, it's a quick correction. And then I've learned. Yeah. Um, And I also had I didn't know beforehand. But when it's a news outlet, it just hurts a little more because it's like you could have just done some basic due diligence or like you could have done some basic research or like if you make like a mis- called her mother or yeah. called her sister like or like just, looked on her facebook or yeah it just seems like it's a, a grander accident that like if if you if you knew you were going to report about this person you should have learned about this person right so and i'm just like super i mean in general this is probably not even my place to be but i'm just really proud of a lot of our most all of our audience who are listeners who are just like been have been like super on top of know. it just we just <laughs> yeah. have like so many awesome listeners it makes me super proud um uh and so you know there are some people some trolls or whatever who come along and will say to M like well then why don't you put them in your twitter bio and M's like they're literally in my twitter bio yeah, so i'm just there. sometimes like baffled that people <laughs> will get so angry and be like you need to do the work and M's like i literally put it there and it's not my fault if you don't check the bio before you yell at me to anyway so sometimes it just feels like i told never... you this was going to be this is going to become a rant we just we both are very I'm passionate sorry. about this i'm sorry it just like becomes one of those things where it's like don't put that back on m if 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 you're like well it's m's like m tells you and puts it in their bio <laughs> like don't say put it in your bio that drives me up the wall uh anyway, but, we but that's will, not our... we'll, we'll end this rant on that like we'll just sum okay, it up sorry. with a nice little bow and that like yes to all of our First of all, our allies, you are, thank you for being allies. We have the best audience, I swear to God, of like any show ever. I love it. And for those who are also, you know, queer or queer allies, because not everyone is trans in the queer community, but are non-binary or whatever it is. I still don't know what the fuck I am. Um, (laughs) I'm somewhere in there. Um, But to anyone that is either queer or has, is an ally of the queer community. Thank you for doing your part. And honestly, one of my favorite parts of going on tour is meeting other babies and people questioning either their sexuality or their gender or realizing through our show that like, you know, maybe they need to reevaluate. They didn't know something about themselves that they're discovering. And also um, the part that always makes me and Christine cry is when parents (laughs) come up to us and say that uh, the show has been able to help them understand their children better and it sounds like again like we're like bragging about ourselves which is not what we're trying to do we're just trying to say we appreciate our audience and if you are someone that we have just listed we see you and we hear you and we hope that you're gonna keep furthering this especially not just because it's pride month but throughout you know all time for all time it's just like so heartwarming because like if we'll comment like hey just so you know like 45 people will like that comment and i'm like that's just so they're just uh, you guys are all just so supportive and lovely and it sounds like we're talking about us but really we're talking about you but (laughs) we're making it sound like we're talking about us (laughs) i'm legitimately not even talking about us i just feel really fortunate and lucky that we have the listeners that we do because i just feel like we're always very supported and loved and you guys should know that you're loved back and I just, anyway, <laughs> I feel bad that this person was not appropriately exactly. respected. That's exactly. what this 45 minute fucking tirade that we've been on is is about. 
But it also just hits so close to home because it's like, this is a person that you can look at in the news, but like, this is also a person that you could know in real life or look up to and respect or like be friends with or, you know, I mean, it's, it's like us, it's everybody. It's not just like some person um, who's misgendered on the news. Like it's a, it could, it's a problem. It could be anybody. Yeah, exactly. So in any case, that being said, um, (laughs) when asked if Rhea Milton was targeted because of her identity as a transgender woman. Butler County Sheriff Richard Jones replied, no, no, absolutely not. This person was lured there to be robbed. And Rhea's friend Eden says Rhea's death should be considered a hate crime. Um, Ariel, uh, for what it's worth, her sister says she doesn't know if her sister's identity made her a target for assailants or not. But what she does does know is that black transgender women like we said last week, are among the most vulnerable groups in American society. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not only to murder, by the way, that's to unemployment, poverty, homelessness, physical violence, uh, coronavirus, things like that. Um, it's just rampant. It's it's horrific. Um, according to WCPO Local News, the American Medical Association described anti-transgender violence as an epidemic in 2019. But unfortunately, uh, according to a Cleveland law firm called Friedman and Nemechek, LLC, Ohio does not currently make any reference to crimes that are motivated by prejudice against a person's sexual orientation or gender identity. So in other words, in Ohio, uh, hate crimes are limited to targeting by reason of race, color, religion, or national origin rather than um, your sexual identity or, or gender identity. So that is wild to me but is apparently that's awful yeah it's it's pretty surprised i mean i guess it's not but it's not necessarily surprising but it's kind of horrific um so ria's death is believed to be at least the 14th violent death of a transgender or gender non-conforming person this year uh keep in mind i said 13th. violent death oh right i thought you were gonna say 13th because last week you said um your previous Thir- case so- was the 13th and this is the 14th Exactly. Yeah. So this was the 14th. Like they, she was killed the day after they found Dominique's body. Wow. So, um, right. 14th violent death, at least again, that term. Right. Um, and yes, Ohio is probably pretty bad, um, as far as like, uh, laws, but unfortunately, nationally speaking, it's really not that much better. Also not very shocking. Um, according to the HRC, there are currently very few explicit federal legal protections for transgender or gender expansive people, uh, nationally, despite some marginal gains in state and local policies that support and affirm transgender people, recent years have been marked by anti-LGBTQ attacks at all levels of government. This is like so not a surprise. I mean, we know what just happened yeah. with uh, Trump reversing like Obama era uh, protections in healthcare. I, it, it none of this is shocking, but it's still just disturbing, jarring. Um, <laughs> jarring yeah. Um. And doing that during Pride Month in 2020, during everything that's going on. It's a nice, solid fuck you. It is a nice, nice, solid fuck you, yeah. Um, as for Rhea's murder, according to CBS News, investigators in Butler County have arrested all three of the suspects in Rhea's murder. Uh, the first man was identified as 18-year-old Caleb Marshall Tucson, who accidentally shot himself during the robbery. Oh. And smooth and was treated at a hospital before being arrested he faces charges of murder and aggravated robbery a second man named tyree jeffrey cross of cincinnati remained at large until this past friday and the third suspect here's a little uh twist for you the third suspect was a 14 year old girl 
And she was arrested alongside Tucson and faces charges of complicity to aggravated robbery, complicity to murder, and tampering with evidence. Wow. So Cross, uh, who was just most recently, he was at large for a while, but um, was finally apprehended on Friday, is wanted for complicity to murder, complicity to aggravated robbery, and unlawful sexual conduct with a minor, which I saw in one article was that 14-year-old girl. Um, Oh, okay. And I saw that in one article, and it was not confirmed in any other, so I just want to point that out, but that is kind of what I'm led to believe. Excuse me. Um. And that was written at one point that the 14-year-old is the one that he was having sexual conduct with. Yes. Um, so what a trio, I guess. Right. Um, Ariel is fighting to fix the way her sister was represented in the media. She wrote on Twitter that she wants to make sure she's remembered in death like she was in life. And um, this is like a really strange turn of events that I discovered that also kind of led to – because this is where the story sort of quote-unquote ended – um, but I found this like weird article in city beat, which is a Cincinnati publication. And then I found it m- like more information on Buzzfeed, but basically, um, Kim Kardashian tweeted about Rhea's, uh, murder. Okay. And it turned into like a really kind of awful situation. So basically Ariel and other members of Rhea's family had to beg Kim Kardashian to take down a tweet after she tweeted a picture of a woman she thought was Rhea Milton, but wasn't. Oh, okay. And according to BuzzFeed News, the incorrect photo was originally posted by the Human Rights Campaign in their article about Rhea. And Ariel received a screenshot of this article, and it was not a picture of her sister, but a picture of her aunt, Shayna. Okay. And she wrote to the author, who immediately removed it and apologized profusely. But the next day... Uh, Ariel was horrified to see that Kim Kardashian had tweeted gotcha. a graphic that said black trans lives matter along with a photo of Ariel and Rhea's aunt. So it was uh-huh. not Rhea. Basically it says rest in power on top. And then it has a picture of who uh, of Dominique Fells on one side. And then it has a picture of a woman that Kim thought was Rhea, but it was it's Dominique not and Rhea's aunt. Ant, exactly. And there's like <laughs> <Okay>. greenery <laughs> greenery around them. Their names are like faded into the background. Um, and Rhea's family was like, um, that's not Rhea. That's our aunt Shayna. And what made it worse is that Shayna had actually died in April, like <gasps> unexpectedly. Ooh, that makes it definitely so, a little worse. Yeah. So then it was just suddenly this like, oh, my God, suddenly they're deceased aunt's photos everywhere. And they're still grieving about that. Um, Yikes. And so Shayna's daughter, Marisha, was really upset. Um, She said it basically added salt to the wound. And um, she told BuzzFeed News, everyone else used the same picture of Rhea except Kim. And it makes me question if she really cares about black trans lives. My mom and my cousin Rhea do not look alike at all. And I will confirm they do not look alike at all. Weird. Okay. I'm just surprised that like Kim's like PR team didn't catch that, like catch that or double check. But um. Meanwhile, according to the LA Times, the man who created the original graphic um, is an Oakland-based artist and poet named Alan uh, Lopez. Mm-hmm. Alan Pil... Oh, gosh. Pilates... <laughs> God, sorry. Lopez. Uh, and he released his error and quickly made a statement saying, action needed. I used a photo <clears throat> from a statement HRC ran two days ago to make an image. The photo is not Rhea Milton. Please help me by reporting the tweet with the image that Kim Kardashian has made as it's not a retweet, but a screen cap. I don't want my mistake to cause more hurt. 
as a side note, um, Kim also didn't credit him for the artwork. Like hmm. he had made this whole graphic. So even if it was correct, she didn't credit him, which also is like so shitty in its own way. Okay. Um, but by the time uh, Kim K or her, so all these people are begging her to remove it. Basically, by the time it was finally removed, it had been up for three days. Um, and by that point, it had more than 3,500 retweets and 22,000 likes. Um, obviously, the damage was done at this point. Marisha said the graphic contributes to the erasure of black trans women who already face disproportionate rates of deadly violence. And this is just one more slap in the face, basically, to the family. Um, according to BuzzFeed News, the HRC, who posted the original wrong photo, has actually long faced criticism for failing to include transgender rights in its advocacy Um and for systemic issues stemming from its leadership's lack of diversity and inclusion. So this also didn't help their image. Um, Kim K nor her team uh, have issued any sort of statement or apology. They just kind of removed it. Mm -hmm. And uh, all in all, basically, Rhea's family has gone through utter hell this past month, um, just getting worse. And yeah. <laughs> in a recent statement by Rhea's sister, Ariel, she said, it may be a sad song, but we're going to sing it again. I will continue to fight and push for the voices of black transgender women to be uplifted until the day I die. We deserve to be heard, to be loved, and for our very existence to be acknowledged. <sighs> so that's the story. I have a couple of ways to like, if you want to help, um, I'm going to put the same link in the show notes uh, as last week with just a list of um, on Harper's Bazaar of places you can contribute, donate your time, money. Um Rhea's funeral GoFundMe set up by her sister Ariel is still trying to reach its goal um, as of this recording. So any money that is left over after paying for the funeral will be donated to various organizations focusing on supporting on supporting the arts, the supporting of foster care kids because Rhea had been in foster care herself right, okay. and the supporting of black transgender individuals. And that link will also be in our show notes. So you can check that out. And that is my part two of one of the saddest um you know, topics I've covered. It's also our part two of uh, Black Trans Lives Matter, <laughs> of our yeah. of our uh, our own personal little rants about that. Mm -hmm. um, wow, that's sad. That's a heavy one, folks. Sad. Um, it's very very sad. And uh, you know what? I mean, we just got to talk about it. Yeah, it needs to be said, even if it's not an exactly what we want to talk about or what we no. should have to talk about but it exists so i think even the fact that it's so uncomfortable and like horrific makes it even more important to exactly not hide from yeah so well so i put everyone in a bad mood um that's thanks okay for listening. everyone go put your intentions on uh some dessert or some boxed wine or something good puppy please. cuddles um i am really interested to see what if you guys wouldn't mind tagging us, if you guys do decide to do Please. randonaut, it doesn't have to be about us. I know we were just making it like such a Gemini fucking thing saying like, oh, about our <laughs> podcast. But like if you anything that like if if hearing us talk about it is what got you to use the app, if you find anything cool or creepy, like definitely tag us. I want to see what you guys come up with. Please and do. Let us know I'm what your intention is. I'm so curious. I'm downloading it right now. I'm home alone, and I think there's a ghost in my house, so this is going to be a weird night. But the best part will let be me know. when your intention is like something haunted, and then the geo quantum point is literally your own house. <laughs> I feel that thing up my neck, and I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> well, anyway, hopefully, uh, you guys all end up at Cheesecake Factory. So until then, we'll be there too. <laughs> we'll be there too. Uh, thank you for listening, and 
I guess we're probably halfway through July already, huh? Holy cannoli. Or at least close. Or at least close. So anyway, uh, thank you for listening and check out our website. And that's what we drink. Check out our socials, ATWWD podcast. Follow us on uh, either of our personal socials, Xteen Schiefer and the M. Schultz. You can uh, add us on, you can donate at Patreon, um, ATWWD podcast, a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, it's all out there. It's all out. You'll find it. You'll get there. Google us. Give us a googs. Give us a quick goog. Quick googs. All right. And that's why we googs. Oh, googs. That's why we eat Cheesecake Factory. Okay, bye. In a fast paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.